Welcome back to Hermit Radio. This is Cameron. Just wanted to give you guys an update. <clears throat> the interview with Bobby will be rescheduled sometime later this week. Um, but I wanted to make some content today anyways. So this is going to be the groundwork for the conversation Bobby and I are going to be having later this week. Um, Bobby is a good friend of mine. He's somebody I work with. And we're going to be talking about equality. And we're going to be talking about how individuals should treat each other, right? Um, how we all should be re- in inter- interacting with each other um, across the board, regardless of, you know, race, religion, political view. Because at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, does any of that really matter? <clears throat> so... I feel like it's important that I do this part first so that when we have the conversation later, um, my points of view don't seem so out there or crazy. And it's not that these are just my beliefs. Um, everybody, I feel like everybody knows this stuff in their heart, right? Maybe we forget about it sometimes. Maybe we don't put it at the front of our mind in the middle of an argument or something like that, but we all know how we want to be treated. We know how other people want to be treated. And it's not anybody's fault, but by human nature, you just being here, we don't always follow that, right? We, <clears throat> we're selfish sometimes. Sometimes we say, my needs are greater than your needs, or I deserve this and you don't. And it's hard in the system that we live in right now to to be equal, right? And there's a lot of equality that is going on right now that's great. But it could be better, right? I mean, we've made a lot of progress, right? But in a lot of ways, we haven't. It's 2019 and we're still doing we're still doing life with racism. Why is that? Why does that continue to go on? Haven't we? We need to get over that. And I understand that that's not going to be an easy thing. It's not. There has to be a lot of healing to, that takes place first. There has to be a lot of apologies across the board. But it's going to take adults to say, we want a better future and we want one that doesn't include these things. Right? Because what are we saying when we're being racist or we're being sexist? We're saying you're not, you're not as good as me or you're not as good as us. <clears throat> and my question is, if you believe that, if you really believe that there are others that are better, right? Or that are others that are worse, how do you define that? We're all people. We're all humans. We all have skin. We all make decisions on a daily basis, Right? The only thing that really separates us is where you're born and who you're born into the world with as your family. And those things you don't choose. So how can you don't even, you know, from birth, you don't even have a fair start. So you don't choose any of the things that happen to you. It is just the luck of the draw when you come into this world. And so how can we judge anybody for that? How can we say, I'm better than you because I'm luckier than you, you know, it doesn't, I mean, I'm laughing because that sounds silly to me, but I mean, but it's, 
it's not funny because we still have people that think that that's the way that the world works, right? And then that's a common thing that we say when stuff like that happens. When we see it on the news or a friend tells us about it at work, we say, that's just the way the world is. I hate that phrase because it's only true because we allow it to be true. We say that, well, nobody's going to change, so neither am I, right? This is where my belief comes into play. I believe that every single individual on this planet wakes up every day able to make decisions. Right versus wrong. That is on an individual fundamental basis. That is free will at the simplest way I can explain it. You have free will. Or the illusion of it. Some of you probably don't agree with that. That's fine. You still choose whether you want to be a good person when you get up or a bad person. Right? And I'm not trying to be kindergarten teacher right now and say what is good and what's wrong because it's not my place to say that you everybody in their heart knows what's right and what's wrong my point is when you go to work and you're stuck in traffic you have the choice of whether you allow that to bother you or not even if you're running late what can you change how can you change that in that moment when you're sitting in the car furious that you're running late to work because of traffic again for the fourth time this week you have zero control over that you can say well i'm going to get up earlier tomorrow and do that then that's fine do that that's a, again that's a choice now you're choosing to correct it and that is exactly what i'm talking about right realizing that there's a problem and then making the choice to change it We've all made mistakes and we are all going to continue to make mistakes. But you can definitely try to make better decisions so that you have less of them. Right? The reason we get mad when we're stuck in traffic, right? We're we're running late to work. People are cutting us off. You're not moving. You're stuck in standstill traffic, right? You're mad. Well, why are you mad? Ask yourself that question. Next time you find yourself angry, no matter what it is, just stop and ask yourself, why am I mad right now? And honestly, it's because of some decision that you made. That's the truth, right? And I'm going to use myself as an example. So because we're none of us are perfect, I, I'm going to use my example to show you guys that I'm not perfect and I've done some bad things too. So I told, I talked about in my bio about being a soldier and getting blown up in Afghanistan. I spent years being mad at people, everyone for no reason. And I never asked myself that question. I never said, why am I angry? Why am I doing this right now? Why am I behaving this way? Instead, I would be like, it's everyone else's fault. It's the army's fault for sending me there. It was my driver's fault for driving over the thing. I blamed everybody but myself. The one thing that all of those things don't have in common was that I originally made the choice to go. 
right? I signed on the dotted line that said I volunteer to sign up for the army and go do those things. I knew I'd go to Afghanistan. I knew that I'd get deployed at some point, And I knew that there was danger. I knew all of those things. But in my frustration and in being mad and sad and confused, it was easier to blame everybody else because sometimes that feels good, right? We don't want it to be our fault, you know? But the reality is, is that a lot of the stuff that goes on is your fault, right? Let's go back to the traffic, right? Well, maybe you're stuck in traffic because you didn't leave for work on time, right? You're running late because you didn't get up on time. That's your fault. And that's okay. <laughs> it's not a game where you say you're, you're bad because you didn't get up and go to work on time. That's, it is what it is. You can't go back and change it. So stop stressing about it, right? There are so many things in the world that you can stress over Getting up and being a little late to work, that shouldn't be one of them. And if it is, then maybe you need to reevaluate what you have going on in your life. If, if being late to work is going to get you fired or, or you know there's a zero tolerance policy or something, well, then maybe that's when you start to say, I need to get up earlier and not let this be a habit, right? But that still goes to back to the place of owning up to it and saying that it's your fault. Because once you do that, then you can start to decide how you want to change it going forward. So I know that that probably doesn't sit with everyone the same way it sits with me. But I can tell you that it's given me a lot more peace of mind and peace at heart. I, I mean, it's so easy to beat yourself up all day long. You know, that's the other thing. I don't understand why we do this as a human race, but we do. We blame others for our problems, right? That's ego. But yet we all the time, a lot of people, right? We say, I'm not good enough to get that job or... Um, I'm not cool enough to be with this group of people or I'm not good looking enough to be with this person. We don't, and I know this is going to sound strange, but we don't love ourselves enough. And we hear this all the time. I'm not going to be the first person to say this. You've heard your friends say it. You have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. That's the truth. Think about it like this. You are happy when you're at work all day long, right? You're, you're the person that everybody's like, oh man, I wish I could be that person. They're so happy, you know. Um, Jasmine is just such a wonderful person and she's so friendly and nice. But what you don't know is that when Jasmine goes home at the end of the day, she doesn't have anybody with her and she's sad and she's beating herself up inside because she wants more people in her life. She wants more of that happiness that she's looking for. She's being happy because she's looking for the happiness in other people instead of looking for it in herself. Okay, I'm going to say that again. She is lonely and she is looking for happiness in other people by being friendly to them and reaching out to them, you know, having lots of friends. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you go home after all of that 
and you're in your house and you're lonely and you're sad and you wish that there were other people with you, then you don't love yourself enough to be on your own. And that's an easy thing to fix. You just have to sit with yourself, give yourself that opportunity, give yourself like 10 minutes a day to just think about who you are as a person and remind yourself that you are worthy, that you are whoever you want yourself to be. The world has a really funny way of telling us who we are and what we're doing, but it doesn't matter what the world thinks of you. It matters what you think of you. Change your perception of yourself to whatever it is you want to be. And then in a funny way, life kind of starts shaping it out for you like that. I say all of this because it's important. I'm saying all of this because as a people right now, there's a lot of hate in the world. There's a lot of pain and suffering and misery And I'm not saying that that is going to change. And I'm not saying that it's going to be any easier with the things that I'm saying. But what I am saying is that if you give yourself a break every now and then and forgive yourself and tell yourself that everything's going to be all right, you might wake up tomorrow and feel a little bit better. And if you start trying to give yourself time to love yourself, to really think about who you are and what you want, And and your feelings, right? Why am I angry? Why do I feel this way? Ask yourself those questions. And life starts to be a little bit more happy because you realize that you stress out about everything all day long and you really don't have to. It allows you to breathe a little bit easier and to go about your day and think, man, you know, this might actually be a good day. This is This is a really good thing, you know, like look at the earth around me. Everything is beautiful. And that's how I feel. Every time I step outside, I just, I'm blown away by how beautiful everything is. The trees, the sky, the buildings, right? Those things are all there right in front of you every single day. The fact that you are a living human being on this earth right now, as you're listening to me talk to you about this, That's a miracle that you're alive. No matter what you believe, how that happened, it's beautiful. You get to be here and walk around and do stuff. If you don't like your job, get a different one. You don't like your car, get a different one. If you drop your phone and it breaks, don't worry, you can get another one. And if you start to look at it like that, things start to change and you start to feel a little bit better. And that's kind of how I found my own internal happiness. And it's working for me. I know it doesn't work for everybody. And everybody has to do it on their own and it's their own path. They have to find it on their own. The only thing I'm trying to do here is to help other people get on that path if that's the one they want. Okay, Um, we're gonna go ahead and take a little break and then we'll be right back. Hey everyone, I just wanted to take a minute to talk about the app Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place, which allows you to make a podcast using your phone or your computer, and they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so that it sounds great. 
They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Thanks for listening and check out the app Anchor. Welcome back. This is Hermit Radio. So, the stuff I was talking about earlier, that's kind of the groundwork for the conversations I'm, I'm going to be having in the future. So, I'm going to use this time now to talk about like some of the interviews that are going to be coming up. <clears throat> um, so far, what I have on the books, I have my friend Thomas, and we're going to be talking about news and journalism the modern day. Um, he worked for a news agency back in the sixties and seventies. And so we're going to be talking about what that looked like then and what's changed. And we're going to be talking about fake news. We had a really interesting conversation about what fake news is, um, how often it's happening now and how often it happened back then. I think you guys will like that if you guys are in the political realm and you are following all that stuff. You might like this conversation because he's got a really good insider view about what all of that is and he explains fake news really well and he has some pretty good insight on it. Um, you guys already know about Bobby coming up this week. We're going to be talking about equality. Um, I just really like his point of view. Um, he grew up a lot different than me. And so I, that's why I like us coming together. It's going to be two different people from two different sides of the table coming into the middle to talk about what equality looks like. Um, I'm going to be interviewing a physical therapist by the name of Jonathan. Um, we're going to be talking about sports fitness. He, he likes to work with rehab, um, and he's got some really interesting points about what that looks like and how you should be working out or training. Um, so if you're into fitness or if you're lifting weights currently, this might be a good one for you because he'll probably have some tips and pointers about how to do your form correctly without any pain. Um, or if you are currently experiencing pain, um, you can go to my Instagram for those who seek and you can put your questions on any of the uh, on any of the comments on the pictures. If you have questions about something and you want to hear about it in that podcast, go there. Let me know what you want to hear. But we'll be talking about sports fitness mainly and then probably some rehab stuff about how to do some quick self-help things to make you not not be in pain. And then the next one we'll do after that will be with my friend EJ. He works for an organization called Operation Stand Down. Um, it's an, it's a nonprofit organization that helps veterans that are homeless or in need. Uh, it's a really great, great organization. I love them. Um, and he is a really good person. He, he's got a lot of really good insight into this world. I, I actually heard something yesterday that I already knew and probably some of you guys knew, know too, but it really bothered me inside to hear it out loud. I was listening to the Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan podcast with uh, Duncan Trussell, 
and he was talking about suicide veteran suicides outnumber actual death in Iraq and Afghanistan and that just like really hit me cuz i i mean obviously i was in the military so i know about the veteran suicide <sighs> unfortunate tragedy that's going on right now but when i heard that number i was like wow that is that is absolutely insane there are more people that have committed suicide than have actually died in iraq and afghanistan and if I'm getting this wrong, this information, um, feel free to correct me in the comments. But I heard it on his podcast, so I'll have to go check it out for myself. But I'm, I mean, it's, it sounds right. I feel like I've heard it before, but it just really shocked me that that many people are committing suicide versus people who have actually died in combat. And you got to ask yourself, if that's the case, what is going on? That should tell you the state that people are in when they come back from from combat. And, you know, I'm sorry, some of you military guys, if you're listening, I know exactly what you're thinking. And it's, you know, the same military stigma that's always been around. And that's if if, if you have problems, you keep it to yourself. You don't talk about it. And... Usually it ends up being some type of measuring contest. Oh, well, you've been blown up, but I've, you know, killed 10 people or, oh, you've killed 10 people. I've killed 50 people. It's always, it always ends up becoming a measuring contest of who's done more. And that's the ego. I I know it because I lived it. And so I know exactly how it feels to be in that situation right i felt like i could never talk about stuff with anybody because i felt like one i didn't do enough or what i had done wasn't that bad somebody always had it worse but getting blown up by a bomb inside a truck that's that's pretty crappy and i feel like anybody would not feel so great after that happening but yet continually i was made to to feel like it wasn't that big a deal and so i shouldn't treat it like a big deal and I'm not blaming anybody, but that's just the reality. When you're in the military, you got to be a tough guy. That's the truth. But is it worth this many people committing suicide? I don't think so. I think there's got to be a change. I think that, and thankfully things have changed. There are, there are places they can go to get help. There are more out, um, there are more places that you can go and get help, and the military is more aware of the situation. They're doing what they can at the moment. I mean, it is what it is. I can't change it. Neither can anybody else. But definitely, we need to be aware of it. And if any of you military guys are listening, man, I'm here to tell you that whatever you're feeling, if you are feeling anything, it's okay. You, you don't need to feel bad about it and you don't need to think that your your story isn't good enough or what you experienced wasn't that bad if it's bothering you then that's what matters and there are plenty of places there are hotlines you can do there are places you can go um if you need help 
please get it. That's all I'll say about all of that. But I just, that really, that really sat with me yesterday. And I feel for all of those people and all of those families. I think that that, that definitely that part of the military needs to rethink itself 